ignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. that you are in church. Today is the first Sunday of the new month. Today is the first Sunday of the last of the first last quarter. But God has been good to you. Yesterday was Independence Day. If you are happy about that, I want you to give God a shout. Yeah. You know, give, give me a second right there. Just this week, I, I, I lost about... Um, a family member and then another friend. Yes, just this week. it wasn't due to COVID, you know. So as I was thinking about it, and on one of my own former colleagues, I was like, "Then God has been good to me, because this person was with me at the office side by side for almost ten years, and then just he, he's not even thirty-five years old. So if God has been good to you, and January has come to pass, February has come to pass, and we are in March." And you are just standing there and you are clapping your hands and you are not dancing, shaking your body. Come on, let me hear you scream. Yeah. I tell you, the goodness of God cannot be measured. Amen. Shall we humbly take our seats in the presence of God? When we come to church, let's be excited. Not only when Manchester United is playing against Barcelona, you know, or when you go to the shopping. You see that nice, um, the ladies, what do you call it? Weave on. Your husband sends you the money to buy it. That's not the only time you should get excited. But you should get excited when you're in the presence of God. Amen. And this morning, we have a testimony in the house. The Bible says, thy testimonies are my delight. God delights in our testimonies. Very soon, I'll be hearing from you. You'll be receiving your testimony. Amen. It says, my name is Edward. I want to thank God for a supernatural provision of my school fees. Anyone struggling with school fees here, God will send you school fees. If you are struggling to pay accommodation, God will send you accommodation. The accommodation. I have been in arrears of school fees since the lockdown. Wow. And things look very bleak as I hadn't received any salary for 10 months. It shall not be your portion. It shall not be your portion. Yeah. By the grace of God, we couldn't write any exams during this period. Because if we had, I would not have been allowed to write. As we entered into this new year, one of my main issues was my school fees. Since our end of semester exams was fast approaching in a week's time. During this same period, I accepted to start a new center at Adenta New Site. I see you doing something in the house of God. I see you doing something new in the house of God. Yeah, I kept believing God to make a way. To the glory of God, just on Wednesday, I was called by my boss and she told me she, has, she was going to pay one of the salaries for one of the workers. But she feels that I should take it 
even though it wasn't up to mine. If it is not God, who can do this? Or I said, if it wasn't God, who can do this? I see God giving you supernatural favor. I said, I see God giving you some supernatural favor. What will cause you to, to bypass others who have gone ahead of you? Yeah. God will do it. I give God all the glory because now I'll be, I have paid my school fees and I'm going to take part in the semester exams. I encourage all of oh, you yeah, clapping there. You can clap well. It's a great testimony, I tell you. I encourage all of us to have an unwavering faith in God and also to serve in the house. Then will the mighty hand of God be seen practically in our lives. He says, thank you very much, Bishop Ogo, for all the opportunities you give to us to serve. We will always receive them gladly. Come on, put your hands together for that very powerful testimony. And when we are called upon to do something in the house of God, don't sigh away. I, I, I see you not sighing away. I say, I see you not sighing away. Uh,
gospel of Jesus Christ for it is God's power salvation to everyone everyone that Everyone that receives it, he shall have everlasting life. We are not ashamed of the gospel. Christ, oh, it is God's power of salvation to everyone, everyone that believes it. It is to everyone. Everyone that receives it
clap in your hands. Clap your hands for Jesus. We must not be ashamed of the gospel. There is something called the gospel. The gospel. I know you studied biology. I know you studied law. But there is a book called the gospel. The good news. And you must not be ashamed of the gospel. You must embrace the gospel. You must love the gospel. Because it is in the gospel that you find Christ. That you get to know God. And you have eternal life. Clap your hands for Jesus. And you may please be seated this morning. I am very excited to have the privilege to be in church this morning. It's always a privilege to preach God's word. I have been doing this for close to 30 years. But each time I stand on Sunday to minister God's word, I see it as a privilege God has given me. And I think you are also privileged to be in church. And this morning, as you all know, some people have the green book. We have the yellow book. And in this yellow book, you discover God's will for your life as a Christian. This yellow book has the foundation you need for your Christian life foundation say foundation yes it's not enough to be doing something it's not enough to be doing something it is not enough to be doing something don't be too impressed with people who are doing something always ask yourself does this person have the foundation? Because everything has a foundation. When I was in medical school, I studied foundations of many aspects. Foundations of obstetrics and gynecology. Foundations of surgery. Foundations of I don't know what you are studying foundations of engineering there are many people who are doing things without a foundation 
Yes. Because you can do things without a foundation. There are people who are married, but there's nothing under the marriage. Don't be impressed with show, show. Show, show. Yes. Show, show. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people are doing things and there's nothing under. Because you can actually have something looking like something, but there's nothing under it. It's what is under what you are doing that gives you longevity. This morning, there are many of us here in church, but some of you have nothing under the church you have come to, your church attendance. So you won't last. I don't expect to see you here in two years' time. I, I expect you to be drunk. In two years, on Sunday morning, my expectation of you is that you should be drunk. You should have come from a nightclub. Yes. There are some of you I expect. To have three children without marrying. It's my expectation. It's my expectation. If it doesn't happen, I'll be very surprised. I expect some of you girls to have three children with five fathers. Yes, here, you are sitting here. That's it. I'm talking about what I am looking forward to. I expect it to happen. Because you are sitting here without a foundation. Some of you who are center leaders today, I expect you to be backslidden in a year's time. I'm not looking forward to seeing you in church. Because you are doing something without a foundation. You will see many things in life, but few of the things you are seeing have got foundations. That's why some people, when they write an exam, they must have a paw before they write. They must see the question before they write because they don't have foundations. Those with foundations, they don't need to see the questions before. I have never seen a question before. Well, once. <laughs> yes, I went to an exam room. I think it was matter been maths, additional mathematics, O level. And when I turned the paper, the second question was a question I was solving in my room just a few hours. And I was even confused. I didn't even answer it well. I didn't answer it well. What I want in an exam room is a fresh question for me to display my knowledge of principles and foundations. And I was flying high. I was flying high. 
When you have foundations, you are not worried. When you are dancing without a foundation, you should ask yourself whether you are going to last. When a girl is chasing a boy to seduce him, And she doesn't know that this boy has foundation. Has a foundation. If she doesn't know, she's wasting her time. She can remove her clothes and stand in front of the boy. He will never touch her. Because his Christian life is based on foundations and principles. Beautiful. But if the boy has no foundation, it's called easy pickings. Small chops. Easy pickings. So, so be very careful. As we are dancing and singing and ushering and being in church, I want to ask you, do you have a foundation? I can see your ring. You must be married. But is there a foundation under your marriage? Or is just a ring you are wearing and a man by your side? Because life Luke 649. That's a verse which tells us a very major component of life. It's called storms. Storms. Give me the new American standard version. Standard Bible. Yes. And the torrent, life has got torrents, torrential rainfall, torrents, the torrents. Can I have the New Living Translation? So we've seen one word, torrent. The next one is flats. Life is full of flats. And torrents. And once we have torrents, I must as well add torments. You marry, you will experience torrents and torments. You are a Christian, you should experience torrents and torments. Why do you think we go to school? And we are not just allowed to sail through from kindergarten to classics. Every year, two times or three times a year, you write exams. It's called tests. You must be tested. You will not be allowed to be in the school without tests. You will not be allowed to be in the marriage without tests. You will not be allowed to be a Christian without tests. And the tests are what we call in life the torrents, the torments. And what makes you pass your test is the foundation. Expect a bad wind to blow one of these days. <laughs> Something will rock your bottom.
as you are there flashing your wedding ring, a wind is coming for the ring. I said a wind is coming for the ring. You keep flashing it. That is why when we are doing some, when we are in school, you must make sure that your foundations are solid. And when you are a Christian, that verse just read, even this, this translation says, anyone who hears and doesn't obey, you later in life, we will talk about doesn't obey and who hears. But, but what I want to see is, is a person who builds a house without a foundation. That's the part, if they could underline that part. A, a house, underline a house without a foundation. Beautiful. Have you seen it there? A house without a foundation. I'm, I'm looking for someone to build us an LED screen. So that person should own up. Wherever I'm standing, if I'm standing here talking, it means. <laughs> a house without a foundation. Say a house without a foundation. Oh, say a house without a foundation. That, that's a serious one. So you see that you have a house. But there's no foundation. I would never have thought about this. I, I would never, I mean, how can you even build and finish the house and there's no foundation? But Christ says there can be a house and there's no foundation under it. Only waiting, ah, is there? It will collapse. When the flood sweep down against that house, it will collapse. A lot of marriages will collapse. A lot of ministries will collapse. A lot of Christian lives will collapse. You collapse. Collapse. Why? Because there was no foundation. This morning, God sent me to introduce a major foundation to your Christian life. So that when the torrents and the torments come, you will stand. Are you aware that after every storm, some trees are still standing? Are you aware after every storm, some trees fall? Hello, some trees are... Has anybody seen a tree which fell after a storm? It was a big tree, but it fell. Can you, have you, is there anybody here in OEB? You've seen some. But, but how many of you are aware that some trees still remain standing? You are that tree that shall remain standing. You are that tree. In fact, the storm will only make you strong. So that the foundation I'm preaching about is the foundation called daily quiet time. If you don't have that foundation, it means you are only waiting for a storm. 
if you don't have that foundation, it means you are only waiting for a storm. And there are storms in life. Anything you are doing, a storm will come and test it. Anything. You are a farmer, a storm will come and test it. It's not, it's not math, math. It's not talking. Don't talk too much. Peter was talking. He said, if anybody leaves you, I will never leave you. But the following morning, his storm was about to test. It must be tested. You are in school. Life is a school. And everybody you meet is a teacher. Life is a school. You will never be allowed to go about flashing words. (laughs) Anything you say you are, you will be tested. I was on a plane sleeping and there was an announcement if you say you are a doctor get up (laughs) is there any doctor here there's an emergency is there any doctor here it's an emergency I couldn't sleep anymore I got up and I said I'm a doctor it's not math. They say, if you are a doctor, then do something now. <laughs> I pray for you that when your test comes, you will survive. Sometimes your test will come from the people you love. Your test will come from your mother. Christ's test came from his assistant pastor. Sometimes your test will come from your enemies. But a lot of the time, it's people who are your friends. They will test you. Some of you will be tested. Your Christian life will be tested by your husband. Yeah. One day in my house, I, I said something to my wife. Very foolish. She turned and looked at me. said, did you say that? And I was standing there like a schoolboy. <laughs> I couldn't answer. I said, I'll pretend I didn't hear it. And there's been no comment. It's been eight years. Seven years. There's been no comment. Her Christian life was tested. Somebody, if you, some of you are waiting for a sexy dancer to come and test you. Yeah, by your wife. Who has never been a sexy dancer in your house before will test you. She will use a word. Words. Your husband tests you. Now many of you, even I have been your tester. I've tested you. I'm surprised you are still in church. This man. Receive a foundation. When the winds blow, lift your two hands and ask the Lord to keep you after the wind, through the wind, through the storm whatever is rocking you now. Some of you are being rocked financially. Pray, Lord, keep me. Preserve me. Yeah, some of you are being rocked academically, emotionally, 
some of you is three things at the same time but he's the keeper of Israel I said he's the keeper of Israel he will keep you he will keep you lift your hands and pray Lord keep me through the storms keep me through the storms keep me through the storm thank you we bless your name in Jesus name so today one of your major foundations when you see me, you know, I got, it, it's about two years. In two years time, I think, I'll be 40 years in Christ. Two years time. Born again in church. Two, two, two years, I think. Two years. I'll be born again. I, I said I'll be born again. I'll be 40 years. You should ask yourself, how have I been in church 40 years? I've, I've been here. I've not gone and come. I've been here. I've met girls. I've met women. I've met boys. I've met money. I've met devils. I've met angels. <laughs> I'm still standing here. <laughs> I've met everything. Offensive people. Witches. But I'm still standing here because I have a foundation. I'm not just air walking around. I am standing on something. Offenses. I will not say it in a microphone for you to hear. The, the, the places I have received offenses from. It will confuse you. I don't want to confuse you this morning. How did I get here? Some of you already, you got born again eight months ago. Today is the fifth time you are returning to church. Eight months. <laughs> today, today, this Sunday is the fifth time they've had to tie a rope around your neck and drag you to church. God, you don't have a foundation. You are just a church where you sit on a bus and come to church. But from today, your under will be solid. I said your under will be solid. Receive a solid foundation. So that when the torrents and the torments come, you will last. That's why we must, as Christians, develop the most important habit of all time. A habit you must have. All time habit. Which will determine other habits. Other things in your life. And it's the habit called quiet time. Every day going to God. Every day going to God. So ladies and gentlemen. Every day you must have your quiet time. 
I'm surprised that one of the most important songs in the Christian life has rather been turned into a song for children. Read your Bible, pray. And this is sung by toddlers who can read. What an irony, Mrs. Lawyer. Babies who can read are the ones singing, read your Bible, pray every day, pray every day, pray every day, read your Bible, pray every day, if you want to grow, if you want to grow. If you want to grow, hallelujah, read your Bible, pray every day, pray every day, pray every day, read your Bible, pray every day, if you want. You must be the one to sing that song. It's not for your grandchild. It's not for Sunday's day or Sunday school. And today, God has sent me to tell you, read your Bible every day. Read your Bible every day. You know, the first scripture I want to share with you as I start the series on quiet time is Psalm 73. That's the first verse. Psalm 73. Verse number 28. That is a quiet time verse. Quiet time verse. It says, but it is good for me to draw near to God. Anything that makes you draw near to God is good. And some of you have done too many bad things. It's time to do something good. Now, why I have put this as my number one verse is that when we find you near God, When you find somebody who is close to God, the person went to God. There is nobody who was born sitting near God. I said, there is nobody who is, I mean, the person is just around and finds himself near God. Anyone you find who is near God, drew near. Like I see this pastor, I'm standing here. I have a choice to go here, to go here, but I choose to go near him. If you don't draw near to God, you will never be near God. 
the people who are not near God are not cursed. They chose not to be near God. That's the big one. Draw near. Draw near. (laughs) Even God, God himself. He will never draw near to you. God will never come close to you until he sees you coming close to him. He said, draw near to me and I will draw near to you. God will never come near someone who doesn't want him. He's not a rapist. If God sees you that you don't want him, he will never come close to you. Isaiah 45 verse 15. Thou that art a God that hidest thyself. One of the things about God, verily you are a God that hides. God hides himself. God is not like the green grass or the stones around. He hides himself. Anybody who will have God has to find him. Look for him. The way you look for customers. You look for him. So my dear, I don't know, some of you feel that angels must carry you to God. Angels must carry you and put you in front of of a Bible. No, 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 no. If you don't want God, he also doesn't want you. Yes. You know, there are some people like businesses. A lot of businesses want customers. Almost every business needs customers. Obviously. Without customers, there's no business. Not so. Yeah, so even some have got developed, they have developed customer care. What do they call it? Customer something. Customer service. To, to, to take care. There are some businesses that they say, the customer is always right. He's right. No matter what happened, he's right. <laughs> My dear friend, may I inform you, God is not a business looking for customers. <laughs> I said, God is not a business looking for customers. He doesn't need you. You need him. God is not a pastor looking for members. I am looking for members. I would have been excited if those chairs that are there which are empty we filled. I'm looking for members. God is not a pastor looking for members. If you don't want him, go away. Go away. And discover a life without God. Go away. You don't want him. You don't want to come to church again next week. You can't go. If you don't come to church next week, 
and all this part is empty, I will be unhappy. I will be very sad. But God is not sad. Abba, if God were to be drinking tea, he would, he, that's why he would drink chamomile tea to relax him. God is not a pastor looking for members. God is not a businessman looking for clients. He is there. I said, He is there. He doesn't need you to worship Him. Worship, He is God alone. He is God alone. He doesn't need your worship. We've taught us, God is like, when we worship God, He does what? He does what? When you worship God and you tell God he's great, he's mighty, you are making him great and mighty in your life. He doesn't need you to be great. He was, but who are you? When were you born? <laughs> when were you born? That God, Elohim, is now waiting for you, a wicked girl like you, to worship him for him to feel good. No, I, I'm laying a foundation. Yeah. Tomorrow morning, if you like, watch pornography and don't read your Bible. It's your life. God doesn't need people to read the Bible for him to be God. <laughs> it's you. It's your life. So that's why he said, it is only when he sees you drawing near to him that he will come near you. That's why Jesus told the story of the certain man with two sons. One left there is no account that the father of the prodigal son went to town looking for the boy. Okay. A man with only two sons. Only two sons. He didn't have 15 children. And only two sons. I will go and chase my son. I will look for him. But the father of the boy, who represents God, did not move. He sat there for three years, four years, eight months, ten years. He was at his balcony drinking tea. When he saw the fool, the fool coming back. Because you will come back. Every knee shall bow. Your knee will bow. But make sure it bows before you get arthritis. Because it will be a very painful bow. in his house. The man never went to town. He announced uh, uh, Peace FM, uh, my son is lost. He's a tall boy. He looks like a fool. No. He was, he was eating, drinking, sleeping. He was, uh, he was sitting at his balcony. When he saw the his son, he could see how he was walking. That he was like him. Oh, that's a boy coming. It was when he saw him coming that he went and met him and hugged him and kissed him. God doesn't need you. You need God. Somebody watching me. God doesn't need you. You need. In fact, he has hidden himself. You need God. God doesn't need you to worship him. He doesn't need you to pray to him. He doesn't need you to make him feel good. Ah, so, okay. So, 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 so if you die. So who will make him feel good? (laughs) 
You need God. God doesn't need you. It is good. So David said, it is good for me. 73, 28. It is good for me. He said, ask for me. The, 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 the New American Standard Bible says, nearness to God is my good. In a day of 24 hours, where you do many things you don't know are good or bad, wouldn't you want to start the day by doing something good? <laughs> that you are sure this one is good. From today, may you start your day doing something good. Because after, after that, after that quiet time, we are not sure the next thing you would do, whether it is good or bad. A lot of the things we do that we think are good, you discover after six months, after two years, you are doing business, you've gone to give her your money, you have gone to, what you don't know, she's a crook. <laughs> you don't know what you are doing. You've gone to marry him. This man is because he saw you that he's come to church. He doesn't love God. When he finishes marrying you, you see, a lot of the things, and we are, we are blind. We are blind. We don't know what we are doing. We don't know who we are marrying. We don't know what course. Some of you have done courses. You have regretted. You have regretted studying that course in school. Is there anybody here like that? Okay, don't, don't raise your hand. Let, let's just be in the church. <laughs> you took a job. You have regretted taking that job. Life is full of regrets because we are human. We can see. Even when there's no wall, there's a depth of sight we, you can't see beyond. And life is full of walls. So why wouldn't you start your day with something you know is good? Sorry for beating you. Forgive me. I hope your husband will not beat me after church. It is good for me to draw near. Tomorrow morning, wake up and do something good. I'll prefer you go to the Bible before you go to your accounting textbook. You. <laughs> because that chapter you are reading may confuse you. <laughs> you may fail your exam because you read that chapter. Because the, the answer to that question is not from that chapter. It's from chapter 18. You have gone to read 8. So read your Bible. That one is sure. Are you in church? Say quiet time. Say quiet time. Say quiet time. I'll draw near to God. Say I'll draw near. Say I'll draw near. We are so shallow. We are so blind. We don't know anything. So how do you start your quiet time? You start your quiet time. Step one. You pray to begin your quiet time. What is the good thing? And not just prayer as in Father, give me revelations. I've come to you. to No. It, it, it's a time to also worship God. Exodus 34. Exodus 34 verse 6. 
Watch it. The Lord passed before him and proclaimed, The Lord, the Lord God, this is the Lord God, merciful and gracious, long-suffering and abundant in goodness and truth, beautiful, keeping mercy for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin. There are different things. Iniquity is different from transgression and is different from sin. And some of you have got thousands of each. Maguda Gazaba. Forgiving iniquity and transgressions and sin. And will by no means clear the guilty. Visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children and upon the children's children. Unto the third and to the fourth generation. Verse 8. And Moses made haste and bowed his head towards the earth. You don't fear God. And I, and, and I understand why you don't fear God. Because you don't have your quiet time. Yeah, if every day you start your day by, by telling God, Lord, you are merciful. You are long-suffering. You forgive iniquities and sins. Lord, you are kind. Lord, you are good. I mean, if you start your day with Exodus 34 verse 6. Lord, you are gracious. If you start just, just a few minutes, Father, I thank you that you are gracious. You see, I can understand why God is not on your mind. Because anybody who does this every day, who fear God, anybody who comes to God and says, Lord, you are gracious. You are long-suffering. Abundant in goodness. Lord, you've been good to me. You've been, that's why when you have 8 cm, sometimes I spend one hour in worship. And if I get the chance this Saturday, I'll do one and a half hours. It makes you fear God. Worship God. Worship him. Make him great. So that that will be the image of God. If you don't make him great, things will make themselves great in your eyes. Paul told us about a brother called Demas. He said, he has forsaken me. He has left the church because he loved the world. Anything that is great, you make great, becomes great. And without your knowledge, there are things in the world that are making themselves great and mighty. Some of you, your job is making itself big. You even come home with your laptop to continue working. It's all, it's big. There are some of you as I'm preaching, you are working. Some of you are sending text messages to your clients and to your, to your, to your, to your boss. As I'm preaching now, I'm telling you, some of you are working. I know it. Ah, but if even being a Christian, I've been 40 years. Imagine my age. I know a lot of things I don't tell you. Demas has left. A lot of things are making themselves big. Some of you, your boss has made himself big. You fear your boss more than you fear God. That's why every day you go to God in prayer 
and worship, you start by saying, Lord, you are gracious. You are mighty. I worship you. I bow. I bow. You don't fear God. I'm not, I'm not talking about we are having a worship service on your own. Many times when I finish preaching and I go to my office uh, as I'm maybe removing my tie, I kneel down and I, and I just worship him. Thanking him for helping me to have a service. Last night when I went, I went to the office. I, as soon as I got it off, I just knelt down. I just knelt down. There was no enam to lead worship. Were you there singing worship songs? On my own. Nobody was there. It makes you fear God. It makes you behave well. It makes you make the right choices. I'm not talking about once, once a week. You come and stand here and brother Osam and his wife. Who have had a good time at dawn. The two of them will come and stand here and be, and be, and be singing. And you think they are singing to God. They are singing to themselves. They are happy. It's a happy couple. Husband and wife. Husband and wife. They are happy. Can't you see them? And you are depending on this married couple to worship God. <laughs> Don't do that again. Worship God at home. I, I have prayed. I have read my Bible. I have worshipped God at home today before coming here. I'm not waiting for Osama and his wife who will come here and do romance in front of us in the church. Know God yourself. Bow your knee alone in your room. Tell God you are mighty without anybody jacking you. Let's lift up our hands. Let's kneel down. Let's stand up. Let's sing. The brother, you are not singing. That sister, why are you not singing? No. Learn to do. If you've not done this alone at home, it's not in church you bow. We don't come here to learn how to worship. We worship at home before we come here to worship. If you've not found God, if you've not you, if you've not found God at home, you will not find him here. Here, it's offenses. Imagine having me as your pastor. How happy will you be? <laughs> Think about it. <laughs> Imagine that I'm your pastor for life. I mean, you must rearrange yourself. <laughs> and the pastor will come and very handsome face, beautiful, nice dressing. He comes and as he's preaching, today I'm preaching about seven steps to an effective quiet time. Say quiet time. Say quiet time. And before I start, I just want to say to you that God loves you. He cares for you. You are the apple of God's eye. Oh, yes. That's why today I'm going to teach you how to come close to this God who loves you, who cares for you. And how do you begin? You begin by praying. You pray to begin your quiet time. You worship God. He's awesome. Isn't God awesome? Look at the sun. Look at the skies. Look at the trees. Isn't he awesome? No. This pastor, you say you are a devil. You must draw near to God. And he will say God doesn't need you. He doesn't need you. 
of a pastor like me. She's already afraid. I mean, you should have met God before coming here. And you are going nowhere. We will be here together. <laughs> going to your mother church. This is your father's church. We get it. Please sit down. We get it right at home before we come here. If you've not, I tell you, if you've not found God at home, I'm telling you that it is difficult for you to find God in the church. Oh, and those people watching who has got this nice pastor, handsome pastor, speaks gently and so on. The pastor is nice. But the sister sitting by him. The brother by him. The usher. Here we have nice ushers. So please go this way. In some church, move. If the pastor doesn't offend you, the usher will offend you. Sometimes even the worship leader offends you. Can you lift up your hand? Why is your hand down? Lift up those hands. Lift it up. Sit down. Talk to the, uh, the sister. Talk to God. Hey, yes, you. Raise your hand. You're offended. So, you should be happy that it's the pastor rather who is offending you. The worship leader is nice. Our ushers are nice. The instrumentalist is beautiful. Photographer, look at her. Sweet girl. Nice girl. I'm saying that if you don't find God at home, you are not likely to find him in the house of God. Believe me. In the church, it's temptations. Let me say, can you please stand up? Please. Look around you. Look in front. Look at this. Look behind you. Look behind you. Where in town will you have so many girls per square meter? <laughs> and the poor man is struggling. Imagine brothers. Even he's removing his tie. Because sisters everywhere. Small choir, you must sing. You smell this perfume, then you smell this perfume, and when you are going, your hand will hit somebody's buttocks, and, you're, and you're, you're, you are looking at somebody, something. And small God, we are serving. I said, if you've not found God at home here, you'll find a girl. I said, if you've not found God at home, you'll find a girl. So when you're having your quiet time, step one, you pray, you worship God, you talk to God, you come to him, you say, Lord, I love you. And it, 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 it lifts up God to you. A lot of things in life are making themselves big. So you must make what is big, big. Pray, step one. And today we just did step one. Today is just a step one day. Quiet time. You worship God. You pray to God. You magnify God. You exalt him. You extol him. You say to the Lord, Lord, you are mighty. That's why he said, gracious. Long suffering. Abundant in goodness. Can you imagine every day? Extolling God that you are abundant in goodness and truth, keeping mercy for thousands. If you do this every day, you won't need to bind the devil. 
I said, you won't need to burn it because the Lord himself is mighty in your life. Tomorrow morning, when you wake up, worship God. Bless his name. Praise his name. Lift him up. Tell him he's awesome. Tell him he's good. And he'll be great in your life. Stand to your feet. Are you happy you came to church? Clap your hands for Jesus. The president says we must go home. So we have to be subject to authority. Yeah, so next week we'll come and do step what? Two. But this week, just even let your quiet time be worshiping God. Five minutes, ten minutes, every day. Don't you think you will change? You change. Your dressing will change. Your face will change. Because some of you, you look physically, you look like a witch. You, you look like a witch. You don't look well. You look possessed. But tomorrow, Monday, worship God. Bless God. Lift Him up. Praise Him. Sing to Him. Exalt his name. It's part of your quiet time. It is good for me to draw near to God. And when I draw near to God, he draws near. The distance between you and God is determined by you. The distance between you and God is determined by you. The distance between you and God is determined by you. The distance between you and God. If God is far, you determined it. If God is near, you determined it. The distance between you and God is determined by you. Lift your hands. Lift your hands. Lift your hands. And just tell him something. Tell him something. Tell him something. Holy Lord. Tell him something. Come on. Holy Lord. Your name is holy. Sing it.
Santa Bahata. Imbele Mahangeria Basata. Imemodia, 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 Imamiri Masa, Amanda, Imamante, Adama. You are God, you are God, you are God, you are God, you are awesome, you are awesome, you are mighty. Bless his name. Lord, I worship you. Jesus. Come on. Take it again. Lord, I worship you. No instruments. No instruments. Everyone sing. Again. Lord, I worship you. I can't hear you now. Beautiful. Sing it. Let it flow from your heart. 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 Again. Riyambo Sande Handala Bakataba Indala Basata God is great He's awesome Lift your hands and sing again again Some of you shouldn't be in church. 
you should be disgraced in your house you should be in your house but God somehow he blocked disgrace he blocked shame I said he blocked shame so when I say lift your hands for us to sing for your name is holy the Lord I worship you remember what he has done for you Lord I worship you Lord, I because you've done so much you. you've done so much for me Lord I worship you Lord
that the distance between God and I depends on me. I want to move closer to Jesus today. I've been too far. Lift your hand. I'm going to pray with you. I'm going to pray for you. I see your hand. You want to come to Jesus. If your hand is up, if you have lifted your hand, I want you to come to me here. Come. Meeting you here. Come. Take your Bible, take your notebook and come. 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 Yes. Lift your hands and come. Come to Jesus. Yes. Take that decision. Come to Jesus. Come. You want to come? Come to him. Malomo sata mahadalabasata. Come to Jesus. Come on to Jesus. Let me tell you again. The distance between you and God depends on you. It does not depend on God. It depends on me, on you. God, when Jesus hung on the cross and said, Tetelestai, Tetelestai, it is finished. He meant it that he has finished. The rest depends on you. The rest depends on you. So I pray, I pray for these ones. If you are here, and you want to draw close to God. Mm. You want to draw close to God. I'm not talking about being in church. I'm not talking about being a shepherd. If you want to draw close to God, you want to bow your knee to God. I'm giving you 10 seconds. Come from where you are standing and come to Jesus. Because it depends on you. It depends on you. It depends on you. I'm waiting for you to come. Take that step. And come close to Jesus. Draw near to Jesus. It depends on you. Clap your hands for Jesus. Yes, Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. Thank you for a beautiful opportunity. Yes, Lord. To know you. To know you. To walk with you. To walk with you. To be close to you. To be close to you. Lift your hands, those of you in front. Lift your hands. And the rest of us, let's all lift up our hands and pray with our brothers and our sister. We want to say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. I thank you for today. I thank you for today. Mm. I have been very far from you. I have been very far. I've lived my own life. I've lived my own life. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Today. Today I, I am drawing near to you. I'm drawing near to you. And I thank you. And I thank you that you will also draw near to me. That you will also draw near to me. I have taken this first step. I have taken this first step. Because I'm far from you. Because I'm far. Please have mercy on me. Please have mercy on me. Wash my sins. Wash my sins. I am dirty. I am dirty. Please wash me. Please wash me. Please cleanse me. Please cleanse me. I've done many bad things. I've done many bad things. Please cleanse me. Please cleanse me. Make me your child. 
make me your I child. declare today I declare today that I am born again that I am born again properly born again properly born again I'm going to grow I'm going to grow in the law in the Lord. Say, Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. For the people who will teach me. For the people who will teach me. Who will me, help me. Who will help me. To grow as a Christian. To grow as a Christian. I thank you. I thank you. For this great opportunity. For this great opportunity. I will not waste it. I will not waste Say, it. Say, I will not waste it. I will not waste it. I will walk with you. I will walk with you. All the days of my life. All the days of my life. By your grace. By your grace. And your mercy. And your mercy. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Congratulations. Do you see our pastor there? The one who is the man and the woman. Can you see them waving their hand? Can you see them? They are waving their hand. Yes. They are your pastors. They are going to talk to you. See, now you are a newborn baby. So you need to grow. So a mother will take care of you. Yes. And somebody will help you, will feed you help you you know and this is the best decision you've ever taken with your life you are going to take many decisions from today but this is the best decision the best decision so I want you to please go to our pastor there God bless you thank you my sister yes this way God bless you God bless you. God likes everyone. And those of you who are online, there's a number on the screen I need you to call for someone to answer and answer your questions and help you to know God in a very special way. In Jesus' name. Take out your communion, everyone. Take it, this is my body which was broken for you drink this is my blood which was shed for you whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood shall have eternal life for my flesh is meat indeed and my blood is drink indeed the cup of blessing it's the communion of the blood of Christ The bread which we break It's the communion of the body of Christ Oh, this is the holy meal The meal of God Oh, it will sustain Yes you. It will make you whole Yes It will give you life Yes When I see the blood As we are starting this series on quiet time, mm. I want to remind you that the word of God, the word of God, is bread. Is bread. Is the bread. Is the bread. Because Jesus is the word. John chapter one verse one. Mm. Jesus is the word, and His name is. He said, "I am the bread." So we are not eating this bread because we are hungry. No. No. We are eating this symbolically to mm. commit ourselves commit to ourselves. the daily eating the of the word of God, eating. the bread. 
will read the Bible every day. The word of God is your bread. So lift it up and say, this is the word of God. This is the word of God. This is the body of Christ. This is the body of Christ. This is my manna from heaven. This is my manna from heaven. Today, today, as I eat it, as I eat it, I commit my life. I commit my life to daily, to daily eat the word of God. Eat the word of God, which is the bread, which is the bread for my life. for my life. Lift your bread. Say the bread of life. The bread of life. The word of God. The word of God. The word of God. The word of God. As my daily meal. As my daily meal. Let's eat it. When I see the blood, yeah, I will pass over you. When I see the blood, 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 yes. Say, this is the blood of Christ. This is the blood of Christ for my life. For my life. Say, as I drink it, as I drink it, I'm committing myself. I'm committing myself to drinking from the rivers of life every day. To drinking from the rivers of life every day. From today, from today, I will drink. I will drink the word of God. The word of God is the river. Is the river. Is the water. Is the water from today? From today, the cup, the cup of blessing, of blessing is mine. Is mine every day, every day, every day, every day. Say the cup of blessing. The blood, the cup of blessing. The 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 blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus for my life. For my life. For my life. For my life. Every day. Every day. Let's drink it. Lift your hands. Father, I pray. Everybody just pray after eating this bread and drinking the wine. Everyone pray. And ask the Lord. Ask him. For the appetite for his word. To eat his word. To be near him. To be close to him. Yes. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. Yes, Lord. We are grateful to you. We are grateful to you. I just feel that God is going to provide for you. Amen. I said God is going to provide for you. Amen. Someone this week expects a supernatural provision. Amen. This week, something you never expected. Jesus. Jesus. Yes, it's going to come. Jesus. Amen. Receive that provision. I receive it. Receive that provision. I receive it. It'll come. Jesus. It'll come. Some of you are receiving ideas. Amen. Ideas. Amen. Ideas. Amen. Ideas. Amen. Ideas. Amen. Ideas. I receive it. Ideas. I receive it. Ideas. I receive it. Ideas. I receive it. Receive it. I receive it. Receive it. I receive it. Father, we thank you. Yes, Lord. We thank you. Jesus. We are grateful. We are grateful, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Beautiful. You may please be seated. What an amazing time in the house of God. 